Chung. Bum, 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 bum. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Wine, Wine, and Once, a Once Upon a Time podcast. I'm Dee. And I'm Lo, and welcome to a bad time. A and terrible time. We really need a jingle or something. Just and about- welcome to a bad time. Boop, boop. <laughs> oh, there needs to be a boop in there. I don't know why. I like I like a boop. I like a boop. <laughs> Every week we are going through uh, Once Upon a Time episode by episode rewatching so that you don't have to. You're welcome. You're so welcome. We have been watching this uh, show, if you can call it that, <laughs> for the past uh-huh. 10, 11 years. 11 God. years? 11 years. Yeah, 11. 11. Oh. Nope, don't I'm like vomiting. that. Going to just vomit right now. Right here, right now. And mm-hmm. we have been going through, we've been watching this for years and years. This is actually a, a huge part of why we became friends in the first place, which is... Oh, I don't like that sentence and the that, reality that you presented. I think that tells you a lot about the quality of our friendship. <laughs> that it has lots of plot holes. Yes, correct. <laughs> no true direction. And for the seventh seat, seventh year of our friendship, we just rebooted and did the same things but, over again, but different. I'm not exactly <laughs> a fan of how accurate that was. <laughs> oh no. Also, if I could put you into an armed carriage and cart you away from bad exes, I would. So like <laughs> it's all good. I, Listen, it's all good. Um, yeah, S- clearly we've seen the show a couple yeah. of times. Some episodes, yeah. I would say, we're edging into the double digits mm-hmm. on repeats. Mm-hmm. The musical episode comes to mind. Correct. Yeah, it's the, the musical the, episode. The, Cruella. The, the mm-hmm. that was yep. Cruella. Um, maybe the shattered side episode. Uh, you know what? That's probably correct. <laughs> I. I have a lot of adoration for those three episodes. They're for different just, reasons. They're just good. It's just, it's just, they're perfect. An hour they're of lovely. good television. It's, Correct. They're lovely. It's, they're lovely. Point being, we've seen the show all the way through. Mm-hmm. And so when we are having our discussions about what's going on in the episode, we are not just limiting our uh, conversation to what's happening in the episode no. and what we've seen before, because quite frankly... Our memories are swish cheese, and I don't know mm-hmm. what came before and what comes after. Was it the chicken or the egg? I don't. I didn't know there even was a chicken. So spoilers ahead. Spoilers ahoy. We will spoil things that are going to happen, things that we think might have happened, and mm-hmm. uh, things we clearly just made up in our head. Yep. We like Fanon. It's fine. If ever there was a show that encouraged fanon, I think yeah. the mm-hmm. fan fiction show is is it. Uh huh. Because uh-huh. this is just glorified fan fiction. It is. It is. Um, while we're watching through with all of our spoilers and delights, we are keeping tabs on certain things mm-hmm. for fun. By fun, I mean torture. Uh, personally, I'm looking at first of all how many townwide curses there are, how many. Last magic beans exist because many times we are told, oh no, it's the last magic bean. We're all going to, like, there, this is the last one. When we use it, there's no more. And then we find another one an episode later. 
And then we plant a whole bean field. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking at that. I'm also looking at this thing that Emma has. It's her superpower. She can tell when someone is lying. It doesn't work very well. So I'm seeing how well it does not work. <laughs> the statistics on that. Oh, they're just, they're rough. They're, they are not great. And if they would just stop calling it a superpower. And would, I'd be a happier person, honestly. I would. It, it actually would, like, help my mental call health. Call it an intuition. <laughs> Correct. Fuck, it's don't intuition. call it anything. I'm just good just at telling it. when people are lying. Yeah. Because then somebody could be a good liar and trick you. The no. second it's a superpower, it's magic. Like, I'm sorry, in D&D, I could have a very high perception, but if bitch has bigger deception, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. I could have a plus 11 to my perception, but if they have a higher deception or charisma, I'm fucked. Correct. So there. Proof that so it's just there. a shitty D&D game. Dear Christ. It is. With DMs who don't know what's going on. No. What are you paying attention to? <laughs> the DMs. I'm still on the Dungeons and Dragons thing. I'm on the That's D&D fair. thing now. No, the D- the DMs, they, they, they wrote out all their plot points, but then they ran into each other mm-hmm, on their way mm-hmm. into the session. All their notes went flying and they each grabbed just whatever they could. So now they're mm-hmm. trying to put it back together as they're running the campaign. Yes. Similarly, and this is relevant to what you're keeping track of, uh, their list of NPCs kind of got jumbled and now they're like um, these two we think we're supposed to go together oh fuck that's that person's cousin shit and also a grandmother to her yeah it's not good similarly to that and this relates to what you're looking out for uh i also firmly believe that they're they had their list of npcs and they also got jumbled and they were like ah oh, fuck uh i think maybe these two were together and this was her friend. Oh, shit. That's actually her grandmother and also her husband's cousin. And also, I think that her son is her uncle. Oh, no. Well, first of all, how dare you attack this fa- the charming family like that? <laughs> Easily. That's how. Correct. Also, secondly, that's 100% how Rumpelstiltskin ended up. The beast and the crocodile and Rumpelstiltskin and everybody all at once. Because they were just like, mm-hmm. shit, um, I, uh, that yep. guy. Oh, look, it's that guy. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I am paying attention to several things as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I am looking at all of the Charming Family Tree, the official Charming Family Tree. Sounds messy. It is. Um, fondly referred to in previous episodes as the tumbleweed mm-hmm. because we're not even that far in we're two seasons in and um there are already lines going in directions that trees shouldn't have lines going in that's so disgusting it's it's a time it is yep. my own sort of ancestry.com over here that's, and then that sounds miserable <laughs> it's a lot it's a lot and then of course i wanted a another way of keeping track of all of our relationships not just for the charming family but for all of our characters right right so we are paying attention to all of the relationships we have our three strike rule because i wanted a way to catalog 
the ships that never sailed on the show because of the time they aired in, or because the writers were cowards, or simply because, I don't know, it seems like the actors decided that they were going to have a thing, and uh, nobody told the writers. (laughs) So, we have our three-strike rule. They have to have three separate episodes with three separate moments, and has to be mutually tense. Let's put it that way. Mm. We love consensual tenseness. Of course. Consensual tenseness is sexy. So (laughs) (laughs) that's what I'm paying attention to. We call that the fuck fern. It's (laughs) why we we don't don't know know. why. (laughs) Not a clue. we're, We're here now. Don't worry about it. It just it just is what it is. It has always it been. And always will be, as it is written. And so it is. As it is written, so it shall be dead. Yep. What's happening? What are you drinking? How's life? How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Um, I have wine. It is really important to me that you note that today I've got a nice little rosé in a glass of, mm-hmm. in a wine glass. Obviously, it's it's wine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Although I have been known to drink out of a tin cup, but it is my True. Snow White. Oh, glass. that's good. That so is it's good. Specific. It's specific. Um, nice. Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Good. Well, uh, I'm not drinking wine. I am drinking a seltzer out of a wine glass because that's what I had in the fridge. You know what that is? Hmm. Class. Thank you. I, I put it into a, I made it pretty. It's in a glass. Yeah. It's in also, a glass. Also, this is not a plug. We're not at all sponsored by Trader Joe's, but the spiked seltzers at Trader Joe's are pretty fucking great. They, they are. $5 for like a 12 pack. They are. And listen, I'm... like, I know half the flavors you won't like, but for $5 <laughs> for a 12 pack, even if you only like five of them, that's a dollar a can. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'm drinking. I'm doing Okay. Love that. It's going to be a weird episode. It's going to be a weird episode. I can already it tell. Is, we, yeah, we started no. on a weird foot. It's weird. We continue to be on a we weird foot. We continue to be on a weird foot. Um, If you would like to come, well, I was going to say see weird feet, but no, you will not be seeing weird feet on this. Um, Come to our social. It doesn't have weird feet. No. No. <laughs> come find us our, on Instagram uh, yeah. at wine, wine and once. And beverage first. At, oh, yes, beverage first. And our Gmail is wine, wine and once at gmail.com. Well, I guess that's that. That's that. Um, you're reading this but week. I am. I am. I'm going to, as, as is tradition, we're going to start with a Disney Plus summary because mm-hmm. why not? We like to see what this website tells us the episode should be about. We are watching season two, episode 11. The title is The Outsider. Mr. Gold tries to figure out a way to cross the town border without losing his memory so he can search for Bay. Belle stumbles upon a vengeful hook. In Fairytale Land, Belle meets Mulan and they set out to slay a beast. You could find this episode if you wanted to find yeah. it. Yep. And I we'll get into this later, but honestly, as far as episodes of this show go, this is a very buttoned up, enjoyable hour of television. I enjoyed it. I couldn't really come up with much to not, pick apart other well, than, yeah, you know, like, the nonsense of the attitudes in their writing. Right, right, right. So all that to say, just kind of buckle up, be along for the journey as we just talk about random shit in the episode. 
there, there's some, there's some nonsense, and yeah, there's, exactly. We do end on perhaps one of my favorite scenes. Oh, we watched it three times in a row. <laughs> we were in tears from laughing, just back to back. And you're not supposed to laugh, no. but <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. It's two characters that I have grown to detest. Just getting life handed to them on a pavement platter, and I think it's that's so beautiful. Good. It's so good. It's also just staged in a very comedic way. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. But we'll talk about that later. Unintentional comedy, and I'm here for it. Absolutely. All right. Well, yeah. make sure you take a drink of your seltzer. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and cheers. And cheers. Before, I couldn't clink because the seltzer was filled up to here, and it wouldn't make a sound. (laughs) been there i've done that i've done the work season two episode 11 as we are now all reunited we are going to be starting in storybrook hooray hooray indeed gold has driven out to the storybrook town line i thought it was yellow it was glowing red maybe it's orange i don't really know i think late it's late at night i think we i i think we'd land on orange uh, yeah, I, I think it's like an orangey, like that, that safety you know, orange. Color. Safety, safety orange, orange yep. as my family calls it. Yep. I, I, I like that. It's my dad's favorite you know, color. Oh. Uh, yes. I mean, it's a color. Is that not an upsetting statement? <laughs> yeah, it's a little upsetting. Just, just a hair. It, it's late at night, so you know gold is up to no good, and sure enough, he opens up the trunk. Never a good sign. Mm-mm. Mr. Smee is tied up in his trunk. He takes him out of the trunk and takes off his hat. It was made by his grandmother, you know. And he pours a potion on top of the hat, shoves it back over Smee's head, or maybe it's still on his head, I don't really know. But anyway, this hat is now doused in potion, and he shoves him over the town line. He kicks him over the line. And he's like... Mm-hmm. All right. And the whole time he's like, hey, isn't there like a different way we can, you know, test if this works? Because I know if you leave, you lose your memory and this feels really unideal. Mm-hmm. And Gold's like, yeah, yeah, fuck. This is how we test it. Fuck around and find out. He says right. that. It's weird. It is weird. He goes, you were going to do it to Belle. Fuck around and find out. Yeah. Which at first Lo and I were wondering, well, why didn't he just do this with Mo? Since Mo was the dick bag that was like sending the daughter over the town line because <laughs> I love her and must protect her. Uh, but I guess, he, you know, he's trying to look all, I'm a good person now, Belle. You are worthy of my love. Would you like to get a hamburger? And that was so. not where I thought you were going with that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, take it, take it as you will. <laughs> Do with that what you will. Yeah, hamburger can mean whatever you want it to mean. Uh-huh. It's like a reward. <laughs> it's a secret mouse tool. <laughs> At any rate, Smee, on the other side of the town line now, still remembers who he is. You know, like, Gold's like, who am I? And he's like, you're Rumpelstiltskin. And, and Mr. Gold's like, great, now go. And he fucking runs. He's gone. Which, fair enough. Get going. But also, but also, Mr. Gold, you are smarter than this. <laughs> you now have a man who has a magical hat, meaning he can probably go back and forth. There is no border control here. No one is monitoring, monitoring this shit. This is like the border take, we need to be worried about. Truly. Maybe take the hat from him, 
I don't know. Maybe. Do some. Do 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 something. Do anything. Yeah. This is the. Nope. We do nothing. Gold. Spoiler alert. In this, I like how we give spoiler alerts. I have given the blanket spoiler. <laughs> We're gonna continue, and we won't stop. Correct. But um, here's the thing. This is a pattern of behavior in this episode. Mm-hmm. Gold being an idiot. Yeah, he real dumb. But he's, he's real so dumb. single track. He's very single track mind right now because he has a trip to plan. True. Great. We go over to the burial site of one Archibald Hopper. His headstone says friend, period, conscience, period. We could think of nothing else about him. <laughs> and even, you know, they're having a funeral. It's sad. You can tell Mary Margaret doesn't even know what to say. She's like, yes, we all loved him. We sure all did. We're all very and sad, and um, we should not think of this as goodbye. Yep. And then Geppetto walks over and is like, thank you for being my parents, since you turned my parents into puppets. It was really hard being raised by a cricket because I couldn't, I never learned how to tie my shoes because you are a cricket. I'm an old man who still wears slip-on <laughs> shoes. <laughs> oh, now I'm old enough that it makes sense again. It's better now. <laughs> yeah, it's better now. <laughs> it's better now because now I can't lean down t- to get to them. Yes. So. Yeah. No, he, he just says goodbye. He, you know, it's a sad moment. But I get more and more upset about how this child was raised by a cricket with every viewing of this show. Because it's an insane thing to do to a child. Blue Fairy is a villain. Correct, yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Back on the invisible pirate ship, where we know that Archie is well and alive, not at all dead. Hook is interrogating Archie about Rumpelstiltskin's dagger. Archie's like, I've never heard of a dagger, never seen one. Which is weird, because I swear to God, that man in the Enchanted Forest was like, Dark One, here's my dagger. Do you see my dagger? Look at my dagger. He was... But he was waving his dagger around like David wags his dick around. Yes, exactly. And maybe he realized that was dangerous and he couldn't do that in public anymore. It was unsavory. <laughs> unsavory? The word just started. Stop. You're welcome, everyone. You're not wrong. It is unsavory. <laughs> but what a word Savory dagger. Rumple's unsavory dagger. And it was like, oh shit, you're telling the truth. Well, uh, now he wants to know about Gold's weaknesses, and Archie's like, nope, not telling. You can't crack me. Hook threatens him a lot with a lot of like cricket comments because you know Archie's a cricket. Correct. And then Archie tells Hook what to do to get his revenge. <laughs> Listen, the man He's is like, tied up. You know what? Here's the thing. <laughs> if only there were a way for Hook. To, I don't know, talk to somebody who could maybe, I don't know, do something that would force Archibald Hopper and compel like him to um, tell what he knows. And we could do this without, right. I don't know, like, I don't know, somebody who might be able to mm, rip out a heart, rip out a heart, walkie talkie heart it, 
say, tell us yep. what you know, force yep. him to yep. do it. Yep. 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 Um, where is our magic user in this episode? Where is Cora? That's, that is my question all of the time. She's like <laughs> getting a manicure. She's like finding a new outfit. She, do you remember in like after in season one when Belle for, finally was like out of her cell in Storybrooke and there were all these wild comments like she's never seen outlets before. She's never seen a fire hydrant before. Do you think she's walks into fire hydrants and screams? I feel like that's Cora right, <laughs> right now. What the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? Like she's just having a quiet panic attack by herself to like that's fair. So she's ready for murder. That's fair. She's got to have her panic attack before she can go visit Regina. Yes. Being panicked is not the vibe. No. So you got to get that out. Mm-hmm. And then go see your estranged and daughter. Exactly. Still in Storybrooke, Belle is called over to Gold's shop. She's wearing something else heinous and offensive. And he reveals to her like, hey, I created a potion that will let me leave town. If it's poured over or something I hold dear, here is Balefire's shawl. It's the only thing I have left of him. It's very special to me. So I can now cross over if I pour this potion on it. And Belle's like, that's awesome. I'm so happy. When do we leave? I want to go with you. And he's like, ha, I have enough for one person. So I need you to stay here. Because reasons. Because I need to find my son. <laughs> he's like, Marlin, I need to find my son. Bella's Dory, who keeps forgetting. Maybe that's why she has to relearn the same thing. She has short-term memory loss. Maybe Belle is secretly Dory. Right. Yeah. No. I. I. No. I'm saying maybe that's that's yeah. another character that Belle oh. is. That's maybe her. that's. Yep. Her true. Her true character. self. Mm-hmm. I. No, I'm into that. Mm-hmm. She does seem I, to forget her lessons that she learns over so... and over. And over again seasonally. It's not okay. But yeah, so they have this conversation. He's like, no, 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 I need to go alone. Mm-hmm. Fine. We flash over to the Enchanted Forest. We see Belle in the tavern having Sad Girl Tavern Day again. It's the same one that she and, and Dreamy had a conversation in where she was having Sad Girl Summer again. Gotta love it. Yeah, she hasn't moved seemingly. There's a group of men talking about slaying a beast called the Yaogwai. Did I say it right? Close. I, I think so. Close enough. Yaogwai. I mean, not. I, Sorry it, to any Chinese speakers because it is a Chinese word. I'm trying very hard. I listened to it like four times before this. I think you're doing great. Thank and you. I don't think You'll... they were a great representation of how to say it. So. No. At any rate. They're talking about slaying a beast, and she's approached by Dreamy, who's like, hey, and she's like, hey, Dreamy, right? And he's like, yep, thanks for the advice. Nova and I are going on a date, and we're going to run away together. And also, you should go with those men and go on an adventure. You know how you talk to someone you met once? Of course, yeah. That's, yeah. That seems logical. Right. And, sh- and she's like, oh, I don't know. And he's like, yes, do it. Here's some fairy dust. I thought we were, like, supposed to keep this fairy dust, like, contained. And that was the whole reason why Blue was like, oh, no, you and Nova can't be together because of the fairy dust. But apparently we're just giving it away like it's sugar. Yes, because this is why you don't give uh, fairy dust to dwarves, because they don't understand the value of it. You're right. Good catch. 
I mean, don't give it to anybody who's not a fairy, but also, right. I mean, quite frankly, give it to people who aren't a fairy because Blue does not need more power. No, no. we Her power has gone unchecked for too long. In Storybrooke, Belle's in her library doing her bookish thing, and she looks over, and there's a man leaning on a bookshelf all menacingly. It is Hook. It's very unsettling. No one likes it. But she recognizes him as like, hey, back in the Enchanted Forest. No, in this land. In this? No. Both. No Enchanted Forest. Wow, there's too many times that Belle has been in a cell. In the Enchanted Forest when he was like, help me kill the crocodile. And she was like, LOL, but I love him. But she recognized him from that. You remember Claude. Yeah, you remember Claude. Yeah, of course you remember Claude. <laughs> I just realized. So she's like, oh shit, I remember you. And there's a whole fight. She pushes a bookshelf on top of him. So Hook meets the floor for the first time. I'm keeping track of this, by the way. It happens a lot. It had a ship name. It was called Florian. As well it should. Because the man ends up on that goddamn floor so much. No, Arguably the healthiest relationship he has. I mean, he do- he doesn't make any gross comments to it. So. No, no. Scratch that. I truly think he and Mila had a good, strong, healthy relationship. That actually seemed to be quite healthy. Yes. Yeah. He just turned gross after the fact, I guess. I don't know. Who knows? But it's in her bookcase. She runs and goes to the elevator, but he's on the chase. She pulls out this nifty little flip phone and calls Gold. The signal is weak and he can't really hear. What he hears, I'm pretty sure, is Rumple break up. I wish. God, I wish. <laughs> in, in, in the episode, Fades to Black, and that's the end. Uh, yes, please. Thank you. <laughs> in the Enchanted Forest, Belle is traveling with the men. She's put on her traveling gear. She's ready for adventure. You can tell because she is wearing red and gold, and those are the classic adventure colors of any those are- character. Mm-hmm. You gotta look like a Gryffindor before you can go on mm-hmm. an adventure. It's them's the rules. And mm-hmm. she has a book about this creature they're going to slay, as it were. And they're all teasing her for reading. And she and they're like, huh, that's, those aren't even words. And she was like, ha, huh, it's another language, you stupid, ignorant bitch. And they're like, oh, uh, okay. And she's like, it has information on, on our journey about this creature we're trying to slay. Like, I'm researching. And she's like, according to this, the monster will be near a lake. Because they're kind of being dicks to her. Yeah. And so she's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yep, a book says monster will be near a lake. And they're like, guess we don't fucking need you anymore. They literally kick her off the wagon and head for the lake. But it's okay because she was lying to them like a liar. And she's heading to the mountains. Because that's where the creature will be lurking. Of course. Yeah. She gets to the beast's cave and the... I'm trying to avoid saying it. I'm sure I'm just butchering it so horrendously. The Yaogwai is nocturnal. So she goes, oh, I hope you're asleep. So she tries to enter during the day so she can slay it. But she steps on a stick because she's really bad at this. And it wakes up. Also, she's holding like a toothpick for a sword. It is a knife. It's the tiniest baby dagger you've ever seen in your yeah. life. It, it will deal no damage. It's like it's like when you're level two in D and D and you have like a one d four dagger. Like it does one d four of damage. 
Yeah, and you're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I and gave like, him a paper cost- cut. <laughs> and like probably using it gives you more damage because you're such a low level and you don't know how to use it yet. You haven't attuned to it. You're not. It's just a mess. Like honestly, she's probably more of like a ranged weapon user, so she's not even proficient in this and is going to hurt herself. It's so true. I love how deep in the D&D <laughs> lore of this show you are getting. It is so delightful. Because I you're not... Because it's, no, no, it's a D&D com- campaign. It's a uh-huh. failure of a D&D campaign. That is mm-hmm. what it is. Correct. I, I, and let's be clear. I love the show. I love the show. I would watch the shit out of this campaign mm-hmm. if like it was oh, a D&D group that was streaming their campaign. Yeah. I would be obsessed oh, with it. it I'm obsessed with is, the show. Absolutely. This is a side note that is absolutely relevant, but I need everyone to know that Adam Horowitz today tweeted the most like egregious thing I've ever <laughs> that was terrible. seen. Someone was like looking for a family-friendly scripted show for kiddos, you know, and he goes, well, dot, 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 now that you mentioned it, dot, 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 there's a show on D+, not Disney+, D+, about fairy tales, dot, dot, dot. I make no promises that anyone will like it, dot, dot, dot. But I think it fits into the zone you're looking for, dot, dot, dot. This man who wrote this show, is part of this show, created the show, is also like, I make no promises if it's a likable show. My favorite part is the dot, dot, dots. <laughs> tells you everything you need to know about how that man writes dot 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 Uh dot dot all of those ellipses oh offensive offensive jail Uh jail for 1000 years yep but back to this hot nonsense bell stepped on the stick woke up woke up the beast and no no it's gonna attack her someone shoots the beast with an arrow it, it, it's like hit, well not hit, like it just runs though, it's spooked. It's like, oh no, more than one person. I don't like sharp pointy things flying at my face. But it's great guys, because guess who shot the arrow? It's Mulan. Hey. Great news. What? We all love it. Belle thinks Mulan is like, you saved my life. And Mulan's like, thanks, you ruined my day. She says that, it's weird. That is all I wanted her to say. Let's be clear. She says I... She says you ruined my hunt. Right. But also... But, oh my god, all I wanted her to say was, like, you ruined my day. You're a day Uh ruiner. Because, I mean, in her defense, it had taken her weeks to find the cave and to find the creature, all this stuff. It took Bella a week, so she's like, fuck you. You're stupid. You're lucky. This is dumb. And Belle's like, no, no, I just know how to read. I'm actually very smart. And then suddenly Mulan's like, yeah, okay. I guess you're not dumb. And Belle's like, see, see, do you want help? And Mulan says, no. Because Mulan is an independent and stubborn woman. And I love her for that. And listen, that is fair. Uh Uh-huh. Back in Storybrooke, Belle is still trapped in the elevator. And there's a loud banging on the wall. So you would think it's still Hook. But it's not, it's gold. He chose not to announce his presence, not to make her feel safe or secure. He just kept trying to open it. Hook is gone, so it's fine. It's par for the course, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. 
uh, we go to the charming household. Henry is sitting on the bed and kind of just being sad because Archie died. His, someone should really get that kid a, a therapist. Oh. It's, would, it would be for the best. To, oh, oh, no. no. Wait. Wait. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, Emma is trying to give him food and he doesn't want it. And she talks about his sadness with Mary Margaret. She's like, I, I don't know what to do. He is very sad. And everyone is at the apartment to mourn Archie. They're having, like, a wake of sorts. Uh, great news. There is now a very sheer curtain around the charming bed. So when they rest and help each other, it's slightly more covered. It's slightly obscure. Uh-huh. Yep. And the dwarves approach and they're like, Hey, Mary Margaret Snow Queen Lady. We were sort of thinking about returning to the Enchanted Forest. You know, our, our home. That place we came from that we were cursed to leave. And Emma does not like that. She's like, bitch, I, we just got back. We fought all this way to get back. And now you want us to leave again? And Laura's like, Leroy is like, yeah, but listen, uh, Regina is going to kill us all, probably. And also, it's- what if others come into Storybrooke and see magic and see us? And freak out a bit. And Ruby is like, that's true. If they see a wolf, they may not be happy. People didn't like it in Storybrooke. Doubt they'll like it here. Wait, they didn't like it in Enchanted Forest. At any rate, everyone's a little bit uncertain. They're just a little, a little edgy. Fair enough. Yeah. They're, they're homesick. This isn't home. They're like, mm. Leroy says something very specific. He says, we love the penicillin, but we miss home. He does it. It's pen. It's that he goes for penicillin, and uh, here's listen. I, okay. I don't listen. I know that penicillin is used to treat many an illness, mm-hmm. many a thing. It's a useful right. concoction, and it has done wonders for modern medicine. Right. We are fortunate to have penicillin, but I am sorry when a grown man tells me that he is, like, glad that penicillin exists. All I hear is, you have syphilis. You're right. That's valid. Because that's what penicillin is used for. And there's so many other things that it's used for, but But I'm sorry, a grown man says, I like penicillin, and I'm like... Hmm. Yeah, you do. you, You have an STI. Yep. I gave you or have it in the past. I know it's UTI. Yeah, if I change the test, yeah, it's, it's, it's that's worse. I really don't want somebody <laughs> celebrating that. No. So good for Leroy. He sleeps around a lot. We're very happy for him. You know what? Get it. Yep. <laughs> After being rescued, Bell and Gold are walking towards his shop, and he says he has some very powerful things that will keep Hook from hurting her again. And he tells her some of the history about why he's trying, why Hook wants to kill him so badly. You know, except for the part where he personally murdered Mila. He leaves that detail out. He's just like, you know. And then Mila died. Oh, no. I had nothing to do with it. I'm a good guy. And Belle buys into it. She's like, that's horrible. That's awful. Of course she does. And they get to his shop, and it has been ransacked. It is just trashed. There are broken things everywhere. Kind of pan out, and Hook and Smear watching Belle and Gold walk around the shop. 
from a spot on the rooftop. And Hook has Balefire's shawl. He has taken it away. So now Gold is trapped in Storybrooke and cannot leave, which makes Hook oh, no. happy because now he gets to fight his crocodile. So it's better. Ha, ha, ha. And Gold, being a sane man, takes his cane and starts smashing into more things and does not stop until Belle's like, hey, 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 stop that. You ever heard of red flags? I, I have heard of red I don't flags, think yes. Belle has. I think Belle is colorblind. Yeah. Yeah. Belle can't see the color red because, I'm sorry, a man starts smashing his own property to bits in front of you in a fit of rage. Uh Uh-huh. You need to go. It is a matter of time before that is you. Yep, precisely. But no, no, she does none of that. She tells him to stop and... He's like, no, I will retrieve, he will retrieve what is hit. Like, he's like, I will take, I will retrieve what's mine. I'm angry. I'm going to keep hitting things. And Belle's like, okay, well, let me help. And he's like, nope, this is my fight. You can go to the library and lock the door. Here's a gun. (laughs) Also, I'm going to point it at you for a minute. Yeah. (laughs) He, like, is showing her what it is while just pointing it at her and gesturing wildly with it. Clearly an unhinged man. I, 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 again, Bella's, I don't even want to say colorblind. I don't think that's fair to the colorblind. That's true. She's just an it idiot. Is, I, it is so, there are just so many flags all over the place. And oh. also, I just want to take a moment because it did, this is a moment that rubbed me the wrong way. Okay, let's hear it. And it was Belle saying, if Hook hadn't attacked me, you wouldn't Ooh. have left the shop. This is yeah. my fault. Oh, yeah. No, the that was not fuck good. it is, girl. No, you were no. just existing. You were uh-uh. just, you were a victim here. Like, it's just hot nonsense that that's her leap of logic and that he doesn't really make efforts to stop that. Before we move on, I would like to point out that the um, the 2012 attitude jumped out here. Because uh-huh. Belle says, if Hook hadn't attacked me, sure. you wouldn't have left the shop. Yike. It is not your fault that you have been attacked. No. What sort Belle. of attitude no. are you taking? And this is not on Belle. This is on the writers. Yeah. It is no one's fault that they have been attacked. No. Well, and maybe a little bit Hook's because he killed... Or Gold because he killed Hook's wife. Maybe a little bit his fault. Sure. But it ain't her fault. It has no. nothing to do with her. She's being targeted because her boyfriend was a terrible human being. Fuck I don't... Guy. Yeah, like, it's not, it just, it, it, it stood out to me as something that really rubbed me the wrong way. That's fair. That's fair. But at any, at any rate, Belle has her gun and Hook, or, and Gold goes to find Hook. Why not? Woo. Yes. In the Enchanted Forest, Belle is promptly attacked by the men from earlier. You know, the ones she lied to. 
And they're oh, like, yeah. hey, you lied to us. We went to the lake. It wasn't there, you liar. Great. Yep. Uh, but Mulan ar- arrives and fights the men off. So they're no longer a problem. And she tells Belle that she's used to men that don't think women should have swords from when she fought in the Emperor's army. Because there's an emperor here I in the Enchanted Forest. Somewhere. Fairy tale land somewhere. You I just don't... don't know. Okay. <laughs> sure. Uh-huh. Belle and, and Mulan get very close to each other and have a weird conversation about swords. And turns out Mulan was hurt in the fight. But she says nothing that she can't live with. And she looks up and sees the sun is going to be setting soon. And that they should get ready to go hunt the creature together. And Belle is surprised by this because she's like, we? You? We? Us? And Belle's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a better tracker than I am. You know, I'll kill it, you track it, tag team, buddy, buddy system. Let's go. Girl gang, let's go. Yep, we have a new girl gang and it's very sexy of us. (laughs) It's amazing. In Storybrooke, Belle is reading a nautical book in the library and then just looks up and goes, oh, Hook came here by ship. He dropped a rope, a little oh, that's piece right. of rope yep. that was knotted. And yep. then she looks it up and is like, It's a ship he was, knot. It's a ship knot. But I'm kind of thinking, I know there are people who tie knots. Yeah. Like they, also- they carry rope just to have something to right. do. Right. And he's a also, pirate. <laughs> also, this is a harbor. There are other fishermen of sorts, I would imagine. Right. And I, I get I get that you're like, okay, I've got this piece of not, I got a clue. But it is bonkers to make the assumption that he came here by boat. Yeah, that's a little bit insane. I, I could totally hang with he's at the he's harbor. Yeah. Because he's a pirate. They like ships. Where do the ships go? The harbor. Because they, at this point, everyone assumes there is no leaving Storybrooke or coming into Storybrooke. So why would she think the water is an exception to that rule? Who knows? I know I often wonder that. That's because I overthink the show and go, how does the border work? Is it only in that one spot? Is there like a dome situation like in the Truman show where like eventually you're just going to clunk into something? Yeah, no, I I think lobster fishermen from the real world have to be real careful. They have a Bermuda Triangle situation. I I see. I believe it. It's their own local Bermuda Triangle. Yep. But it's in Maine, obviously. Oh, obviously. <laughs> so, so Belle's made this nautical discovery. Mr. Smee runs into gold, and gold pins him to the wall with magic and demands for his shawl back. And Smee's like, hey... Yeah, I gave it to Hook. I don't I don't have it. It's 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 gone. And then Gold is very angry and calls him a rat and then turns him into a rat. Wow. Fancy. Yeah. It was very <laughs> I don't clever, really very have anything creative. To... <laughs> no, it it was not clever. You said a thing, no. you did a you thing. Did it. Yep. Belle goes to the dock and notices a seagull sitting in midair. Why has no one else noticed weird shit like this? We just don't know. How did the seagull notice sit there? Was it just like flying along and hit some wood and was like, oh shit, I'm going to sit here. 
point. Or do you think that in the invisibility doesn't work on birds? Or did it come with them from the enchanted forest? An excellent question. It's been on the boat this whole time. It's just scared shitless of, oh, God. Oh, Where no, I? I just had... I just had weird implications. So, like, fine, curse, you can assume that no, like, creatures or, like, bubonic plague is carried over. But in the right. ship, there's probably, like, bugs. Rats. Vermin. Rats. Are we just introducing Storybrooke to a bunch of invasive species that is not going to be prepared to handle? Yeah, no, this is, um, th- this is a Columbus coming to the America uh-huh. situation. God. Horrible. They're going to hand out small pox blankets pretty quick. I knew it. I knew it. But, yeah, she notices this bird, and she takes a handful of sand out of the sandbox. Literally, there's a box of sand. Uh, And I did research on this. I I did take a moment to research this, and I could not find any evidence that this (laughs) is a thing that, like, harbors would have on hand. Just for for the record. We sure have a, a box of sand, though. She throws it and reveals the outline of a ship. She starts climbing up the steps, and as she gets to a certain point, the ship reveals itself once she's on board. And she hears some cries for help, and she goes below deck, and she finds Archie, who's well and alive. Doesn't really question it. She's just like, oh, Archie, let me let you free. Great. uh Uh-huh. Hear some movement like on the deck, and she's like, "Go, you, you leave. I'll stay here. Bye." I have my gun. Really clear that something is amiss on your ship. Yeah, you'll be gone, and I'll be here, and no one's gonna think it's weird. Mm -hmm. Good plan. Fine. Yep. (laughs) At the charming apartment, Henry is on the phone, and Mary Margaret is kind, and and David are like watching him. Like, who the fuck is he talking to? She picks up the other landline, and he's calling Archie's answering machine just to listen to his voice. Again, someone should really get this boy a therapist. Boy, if only. If only we had one. uh, If only he weren't not dead. (laughs) Yikes. But at any rate, she and David go over to comfort him. Then Emma arrives with Pongo, who she got from Marco, and is like, hey... I know how much you loved Pongo. Guy, this dog. This is your dog now. <laughs> Here's a dog. Do you like this dog? It's yours. Would that be good for you? <laughs> Doesn't even ask him. Just like, this is yours now if you're willing to take care of it. Right. I like that she put, she orders. Like, yeah. she goes and gets the dog. He did not yeah. ask for the dog. He has not been asking for any sort of pet. No. No. And she, uh, not to our knowledge anyway, no. and she goes and gets this dog and then sticks a caveat on it. You can have yeah. this dog if you take care of it. Bitch, Even you picked him up. All right, it was your idea. I didn't yeah. want it. Yeah. Henry is seemingly happy about this and takes Pongo out. After he goes outside, Emma and her parents are talking about how maybe... David and Mary Margaret are get their own place, even though this is Mary Margaret's apartment. She's like, you, you guys are going to move? And they're like, yeah, it's small. We want to have more sex without you and our grandson watching. Standing behind this gauzy curtain. And honestly, I can't blame them. I can't, except, um, here's the thing. Uh-huh. 
And I will have so much more to say on this later, but... Um, I can't wait. Kick Emma out? Yeah, it's your place. Emma does not own this place. No. If you want literally... more room... Yeah. It's a perfect size for two people. Right. Particularly two people who sleep in the same bed. There is one bed. There's one bed. Well, seemingly, do we know Emma's like sleeping in the attic or some shit? We don't really know. There's a there's a loft of some sort, and we assume that that is where she sleeps because we see no other evidence. I think. Yeah, we're just told believe this. In any case, it's. I I have thoughts on this plan. I can't wait. I will say them. Bell is searching Hook's ship for the shawl, and Hook finds her, and he is holding the shawl in question, and they both lunge for the gun that she stupidly put aside because I don't know, I I don't know why Gold gave her a weapon. She doesn't know how to use it. Again, she is proficient in maybe an arrow. Probably she's more like a spellcaster. She's like a cleric that can maybe heal you some hit points. Don't ask her to wield a weapon. She won't know how. Also... What has shown us that Gold knows anything about gun safety? Nothing. He was flinging it at her while talking to her. Also, she does not have 28 years of experience in the outside world. This is like three months into her storybook experience. Possibly this is the first time she's seeing a gun and doesn't know what it does. Correct. She's like, here's a gun. Take it. And she's like... I don't know What's what this does. <laughs> I I don't know what this does, so I probably don't need it. I'll put it over here. Uh, yeah. So I guess we really can't, we can't fault Belle for not no, knowing not how to time. operate a gun. Not this time. Needless to say, Hook gets there first and aims it at her head, and it has they have a weird interaction. They Makes sure us do. All uncomfortable. They sure do. Back to the enchanted forest, Mulan is too injured to continue walking and tells Belle that she has to be the one to kill the beast. I guess. Even though she just got through saying, I'll kill it, you aren't probably good at that, but you're good at tracking. So, so the girl gang has already disbanded. Whoops. Too much. Much too, too much. Too much. Much too much. In Storybrooke, uh, Belle tells Hook that she's not afraid of him, even though he's pointing a gun at her head. And she's not leaving without the shawl. This just tells me she probably does not know what a gun does. Or she'd be a little afraid. Yeah, I think that's a fair argument. Like, I think any sane human that knows what a gun was would be a little afraid in this moment. Right. Like, a little just nervous about the fact. Uh Uh-huh. A little unwell about it all. Mm Mm-hmm. And and Hook says that keeping gold from his son is doing the boy a favor... Uh, Hook then tells her the full story of Mila because she's like, look, this isn't going to bring your wife back. I'm sorry she died. He's like, oh, died. Died. Is that what he told you? Yeah, no, no. He he killed her. He ripped out her heart and crushed right it in, in front, front of, me. of me. It was traumatic. And then he says that he would have burned the shawl, but he didn't because Mila made it. And that means something. Also because he like kind of raised Bay for a while. So like maybe that did something as well. Yeah, like another father figure for Bay, which is gonna make the fuck for an even weirder. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> I don't. I know we're gonna get there, but God, do I not want to think about That's it? That's fair. No, Ugh. it's bad. It's, it's bad. bad. It's bad. We've had some revelations. Yeah. Yep. 
Uh, he asks Belle why she still fights for gold, and Belle says that she sees the good in his heart. She must have, like, 20, 20 like, 40, 40, like, 100, 100 vision. I don't know. Like, she must see she's, something that no one else can. She's got eagle eyes. Uh-huh. That, I, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. I, or again, she sees the world in, she's got dog vision. She sees the yes. world in black and white, and therefore yes. cannot see these red. Nope. Flags, no. Because my, my babe, my 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 girl, my dude, my my pal, sweetie, honey, Linda, listen. listen. Red flags. Once your boyfriend has murdered a woman, we've moved past. Oh, he's good, and you should fight for him. Uh huh. We are beyond that, babe. But, you know. Right. He, she's like, no, no, I see good in his heart, but your heart, Hook? Nah, your heart is rotten. And then she jabs his face with a metal pole that's hanging from the ceiling, and he falls on the floor again. That's twice now. Good and for she him. Grabs, uh-huh, she grabs the shawl and runs and almost escapes, but Hook beats her because, and I quote, he knows... Quote, knows his ship very well. Great. Yeah. That's all. Okay. It's like Deus Ex Hookana. Like, is there another exit? It, no. There, right. There was no other exit in that it's room. It's the scene from the Emperor's New Groove where it's like, wait, how did they beat us here? I don't know. By all accounts, it doesn't make it sense. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> so true. That's where we're at. That's where we're yeah. at. Yeah. He, he asks for the shawl back, but gold appears. Or was maybe just standing on the deck this whole time waiting for them to show up and couldn't be bothered to go find his love of his life and save her? Yeah, he's just like, ah, they'll come up eventually. Yep. And and Hook just begins to, like, beat him with his cane, like, wailing on him. I'm not going to call this a Florian one because he's not just falling on the floor. He's, like, trying to kind of, like, it's not just like he was yeeted and smacked to the floor. No, no. He's, he's remaining on the floor because, I don't know, he's being... Beaten to death with a cane. Yep. And Bell says, stop. And he shows no sign of stopping. And here's the thing. There's good in his heart. Oh, he, there's so much. He's good. so worth fighting for. Yep. That's a man worth fighting for. Mm-hmm. In the Enchanted Forest, Bell, now alone, because Mulan can no longer help, is standing in the middle of the field with the Yagwai nearby. She waves her arm and is like, hey! Over here. And so naturally the beast charges at her and she leads it into the village. But using she's using her old noodle, so she uses her sword to break open all the water pipes because this town has um, a water system. It's great. <laughs> Good for them. Because it doesn't seem like most places do. No. No. Uh, but the water pipes burst and the water douses the flames out on the monster's head. This is like a Charmander situation, if you remember the episode of the OG Pokemon show where baby Charmander's been abandoned because his, his Pokemon trainer thought he was shit, and it's raining, and he has a little leaf in his hand, and he's covering, I do his, little pilot <laughs> he's covering his little pilot light tail. <laughs> because at one point, I think it's Ash, or Bro- no, it's Brock, goes, if light goes out, Charmander's going to die. And I remember 10-year-old me going there going, sitting there going, oh my god, Charmander's going to die. I thought I was about to watch a Pokemon die before my eyes. 
and it was a it was a legitimate worry. And yes, because at no other time are they like this Pokemon will die. It's always like, oh, they'll go back in their Pokeball and heal. We'll, they we'll fainted. Find, we'll find like a Chansey, and you know they're the nurses. We'll find a Nurse Joy. There's five thousands of them. Correct. Yeah. But here we are. There is no Nurse Joy. We just have a beast with his flame put out. And he seems to be suffering. And he starts using his little claw and writing something in the sand. And it, it's the word save me, but it's in the same characters in language that she had in her book. Mm-hmm. So Belle can read it, as we've established. Right, of course. And she uses the fairy dust that Dreamy gave her. I guess fairy dust can just do anything. The fairy dust was, does whatever the fuck we need it to do. <laughs> Truly. And the monster turns into Philip. Yay, Prince Philip. Great. He was cursed by Maleficent and banished to a far off land. And he was trying to tell the villagers who he was, but he couldn't communicate. And it was very sad for him. And he asks, mm-hmm. like, what would you like in return since you have rescued me? And she's like, well, I will need some help transporting Mulan back to the village if you want to help with that. Why not? Good friend. Yep. In Storybrooke, Gold is continuing to beat Hook. And Belle is continuing to plead and tell him to stop. Nothing has changed here. (laughs) Neither leaving nor, like, getting more involved. No. No, just stop. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. And Hook, Hook, to his credit, is not helping the situation. He's taunting him about Mila, and that makes Gold want to kill him even more. But he doesn't. It's okay. We don't let him kill him. He doesn't get to do that. Thank God. Thank God. But he, he, he tells Hook he never wants to see him again. Gives then, him a little bitch slap. Yeah, he, he leans in. After wailing on him with his cane, just kind of bitch slaps him on the cheek. <laughs> and then Gold It is Bell. really funny because, like, I mean, again, not something that's meant to be humorous. Yeah. Probably made sense on the day. But, like, this man, Hook likely has broken ribs. Oh, yeah. The strength with which Rumple was wielding that was... cane and just, I mean, hitting his entire torso. Yeah. He likely has broken ribs. There mm-hmm. are definitely welts on his body. Oh. And I love that Rumpelstiltskin is like, the last insulting thing I'm going to do is just give you a little tap on the face. With my gloved hand. That's the best part. <laughs> boop. That's the boop. Yep. And he and Belle leave the ship arm in arm. Belle's pleased. Uh-huh. He didn't kill him. So she's feeling uh-huh. good about this. <laughs> this was an entirely sane interaction. Uh-huh. Mary and Margaret and David are looking over like the classifieds because she wants to buy a home in Storybrooke. And she's like, well, what about this one? He's like, the yard's too small. Because, shocker, he wants to go back to the Enchanted Forest. He He's having like a moment where where when... When we became our own nation over here, you know, and we were like, we're no longer a monarchy. We're going to be a democracy. And George Washington was like, yes, correct. But also, what if I came out onto a balcony every day and everyone applauded me and I waved and it was kind of like I was the king. And we did it forever. Yeah. And we did that forever. And I also am never replaced. Like, what if we did this? And that's David. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I love this democracy thing. I love, you know, how we're living. But also, I'm a prince. 
and I like being a prince, and I want to be a prince. Can I still be a prince? I want to go be a prince now. I wasn't a prince, but then I was a prince, but now I am used to being a prince. I would like to be a prince, please, and thank you. Yep. Also, it's really important to me because y'all know, we've mentioned it in the past, and haven't gotten the opportunity, but we are uh, heavy pausers on yes. any details. Any ma- any newspaper clippings, signage. So We're it's curious. really important to me that it is just noted that in the class, in their like home ads uh-huh. that they look at, they pull out, you know, Mary Margaret puts down this ad for a home and we get bits and pieces of it, but it's really important to me that you know that it is a two-story home, but story is spelled S-T-O-R-E-Y. Terrible. Which- Offensive. It's just wrong. Yeah. I I don't know why. I don't- it- spell check should have caught it. Right. But that was just an interesting little detail. Uh Uh-huh. So they're they're looking through this, and David's like, "I want to go back to the Enchanted Forest." And Mary Margaret's like, "Well, if we go back, it's not like home will be the way we left it. Like things were destroyed. I just came from there, and I'm telling you, it was not the same." Right. Cora's in power. Ogres are ravaging the land, and it's just a mess. And David's like, "Correct. We need to go back and put things right. And I will be prince, and you will be princess, and we'll be rulers, and everyone will love us." And I will get to helicopter my sword around more. Woohoo! I love to yeah. helicopter my sword. <laughs> uh-huh. And, you know, Mary Margaret's like, I'm tired of fighting. You know, that's great. We, I've been fighting since I was, like, 12. Because my stepmother mother wanted to kill me, apparently. Right. And if they stay in Storybrooke, that means they will have a chance to eventually maybe stop fighting and get a fresh char- start, which is amusing to me because never in these seven years they stop fighting. Do they ever stop fighting until they leave the show? Uh-huh. So, good for them. In Mary Margaret's apartment, Henry is doing some house hunting of his own. His is internal. He has blueprints in front of them, and he is figuring out where things will go when, not if. For when Mary Margaret moves out. He is already in his mind they're moving out. They mentioned it once and he's like, great, here's where the armory is going to go. Right. I've got my crayons. Let me lay out this entire Uh goddamn apartment. And Emma's just like, oh, great. What do we need an armory for? And then she, like, Henry looks away and she's like, oh, your mom's not going to, we don't need to have an armory. armory. Your mom's not going to get you. And he's like, yes, she will. She's never going to stop. And then Pongo starts acting up, because don't forget, they have a dog now. Right, of course. There's a knock at the door, and Emma goes and answers it, and it's Archie, and she's unfazed by this. She's staring at a ghost, for all we know. For all she knows, this is a dead man walking, and she stares at him and goes, Archie? I don't think I will say this again. It's possible I will. You never know. But... I don't, the way J-Mo acts, I don't think I will ever, ever say this. Right. She underacts this scene. Yeah, a little bit. A little, a little, a lot of bit. There should, I'm sorry, a dead man walks through your door and all you do is kind of like step aside and have wide eyes and go, Archie? 
Yeah. And I get that she's going for the shock, too shocked to speak thing or something, but like, then you need to be like, I'm so I do need a little bit more melodrama out Give of you. Give me something. I'm sorry. Give me something. But this is great. the most melodramatic of the situations. I'm gonna need you to act like it's a melodrama. Yeah. But it's great because you know they're thrilled to see him, and Archie reveals that Cora kidnapped him. To which Emma goes, "Regina didn't kill him." And Henry says, "We should tell my mom." Who Babe, probably she knows. knows that she, <laughs> she knows didn't she... murder a man. <laughs> Great. Listen, she might be, she might not know if she murdered that man. Correct. You know, like the evil queen, I don't think she could look at a dead body and go for certain, like, I didn't kill that guy. You remember Claude. You remember Claude. That's the one but body she can identify. I will say, I will say, I'm pretty certain she could look at Archie and go, I didn't murder him. I'm telling you, I did not kill this man. I'm pretty sure Regina knows she didn't murder uh-huh. Archie. Um, Gold and Belle, while all this are ha- is happening there at the town line, now that he has his little shawl, he thanks her for going after Hook, and he asks why she hasn't given up on him yet, and she's like, well, I learned when you find something worth fighting for, you never give up. That is bad advice. Fine. Someone better. Find the knave. You two are good at making out. In his shop of all places. Yeah, that's my favorite thing. She and Will just walk into Gold's shop, make out, (laughs) then she leaves. Like, just a power move. I love it. It's so great. And also, yeah, hate the. I truly like this time where we were doing. Where we're doing Pretty Little Liars, which, side note, Mr. Philip (laughs) couldn't figure out why I have wanted to punch his punchable face. And then I remembered, well, then we looked it up and I, he was Ren on Pretty Little Liars. Mm. So, Mm. punchable face. It totally makes sense. But, God, the attitudes we have. I'm just watching... Like just thinking about this show and like Pretty Little Liars and Glee and all Ugh. of these shows that were running concurrently. And I'm like, what on earth were we thinking? Nothing. We weren't. Head empty, no thoughts. Because my God, how do you look at Belle and Rumpelstiltskin's relationship and go, mm-hmm, that's what healthy. you want to aspire to. This is hashtag goals, goals, children. Never give up on the man you just watched. Number one, beat his own possessions because yep. he was angry. Number two, beat a man because he was angry. Number three, you've been told murdered his own fucking wife. Yep. Because Seems he was like angry. love to me. It, it, uh, Gross. Ah. Gross. We are going back to the Enchanted Forest. Belle and Philip reunite with Mulan, and Belle explains that Philip, you know, was the beast, but is not the beast, is now the prince. And Mulan seems okay with this. Belle tells Mulan that she won't be joining her because she has another beast to face. Gross. No. But but Philip and Mulan join forces, so that's good for them. Hooray, the dream team. Back together, by which I mean together for the first time. Yep. 
And Belle walks up a hill in the forest and is stopped immediately by the evil queen. And the queen has found her using information from the men from earlier. This is important to me because she goes, turns out you weren't nice to some people. You remember. Isn't that right, Claude? I think she says. And, and I, I did my research. And this I said I was going to work. Yes. Lo, what have you found? Is this the Claude? If it is not the same person, <laughs> they have gone to extensive lengths to make him look like Claude. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to go with it's meant to be but Claude, which confirms <laughs> that Regina knows each and every one of her employees' names. I love that. I love it. I also love this because if you recall from last episode, Claude was the guard keeping track over Belle's dungeon room. Mm-hmm. So it feels fitting that the person that was mad at Belle would be in charge of watching her room and punishing her that way. So it's fun. 100%. So it's, it's mystery yay, solved. Claude. She knows yay, Claude. <laughs> yay, Claude. You remember, you remember Claude. <laughs> you all remember Claude. Uh-huh. I will now forever remember Claude, and now I'm, Claude is my favorite character. You know, I think that's why I like this dumbest fuck show, because this is what, our <laughs> fourth watch through, this is the first time I've caught the Claude thing. Right, there's just always something to talk about. There is, there is. But at any rate, Belle is put inside an armored carriage, and she swears that she and Rumpel can't be kept apart, and she'll never stop fighting for him, which is fun, because she's literally being dragged to a jail cell where they will be kept apart, and she can't fight for him. And also... I love that Regina's like, honestly, I'm saving you a bunch of heartache. Like, like chill. Th- this is for your own good. Honestly, honestly like, at this point, I'm kind of it just is exhausted you. by you. Like, I'm kind of just exhausted by you. Like, you're, I can kill you in an instant. That's not it. Like, I'm just trying to not make, don't date Rumple. Please don't, for the love of God. Just, he's, no. He's good. No, he's it's, good for the sex and that's it. It's just not the right thing. Just try someone else. Uh-huh. Anyone else? Please. From here, we're going to go to Storybrooke, which is where we end the episode. Gold pours the potion onto his shawl that belonged to Bay. Belle wraps it around his shoulders and takes a step over the town line and turns around and reveals that he remembers everything. And Belle is so happy and they're holding hands. And she was like, you're going to find your son and I'll be waiting here for you to return. And they bend to kiss over the town line when Hook shoots Belle in the back because she has forgotten Check about the gun. gun. She, forgot, she forgot about her gun. Oh no. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. They both. Oh yes. They both. Oh yes. They both reached for the gun. The gun. Chekhov's gun. We introduced uh-huh. a gun and it went off in the third act. Yep. And she falls over the town line. And oh, no. Dole is hysterical and he's like, Belle! Belle! And she looks up and in the most like strangely enunciated line goes, Who's Belle? And I think about it a lot. I love your impression. <laughs> Thank you. I worked on it very so hard. much fun. <laughs> and, and Gold's like, What you've done cannot be undone. And Hook's like, Yeah, well, now you know how I feel. Because Mila's death also cannot be undone. Funny how that works. Yeah, you straight up murdered someone, so... She's going to be fine. She just won't remember you. Yeah. Which also, you did shoot a woman in the back. I'm not sure how you're like, she'll be fine. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure she will be. No. But Gold stands up and starts to throw a fireball at Hook. And this, 
this, everyone. I need you to know this is my favorite <laughs> moment on the show. I will watch this scene over and over again. It's just so good. Pure hilariousness. <laughs> it's not meant to be funny, but my God, is it hysterical. I'll paint the scene for you. We have Gold staring at Hook. Fireball in hand. We have Hook staring at him like, bitch, you won't do it. And all of a sudden, behind Hook, not behind Hook, all of a sudden behind Gold, we see headlights zoom in around the corner. Gold <laughs> jumps on Belle, who still doesn't know who she is in his shot. Barrel rolls into a car. As the car slams into Hook, Gids off the side, hits a styrofoam boulder that rolls way more than any boulder should, and Hook is just flopped over the hood of the car. It's so good. It's, I oh my watch God. it over and over and over again. It's so good. It's just, it's, it's camp. Yeah, it, it, that's the it's shit camp. I come to the show for. That is exactly what I want. I want somebody to get shot over the talent line. Have amnesia. Then someone's going to throw a fireball to kill someone. Then a car comes out of nowhere and just fucking rams a man. That's what I want. But yeah, that scene alone is the reason I I watch this show on repeat. Oh, it is everything. It is everything to me. It is. More, More of this. It's magic. It is. And I have no notes for it. I also think it's the perfect way to end an episode. Honestly, I'm surprised more episodes on this show don't end in With a car just, accident? No, just just this chaos. It's not just right. the car accident. It's, it's a the gun shot. shot. It's the gunshot. It's the amnesia. It's the car crash. The fireball. It's the fireball. <laughs> and see, we have 45 things happening in a five-second span, and it's perfect and it's, cinema. It's so good. There is nothing like this scene, and I love no. it so much. It is there absolute will, perfection. There Just, will never be anything no. so good as Hook rolling over the hood of that car oh it's so fucking good which by the way i lost count at one point and forgot to tag them but he does fall on the floor four times oh thank god yeah Whew. um but yeah that's the episode <laughs> good job thanks um i don't have a lot to say i have one thing i have one thing uh-huh. i've been thinking about this a lot i've always taken issue with how they've roped gaston into the Beauty and the Beast plot of the show. I felt like it didn't need to happen. Like, Belle would have gone. It wasn't like she was trying to run away from a shitty... Gaston was nice. He was very kind, a little dumb. But it wasn't like she was trying to escape him. It wasn't like there was a reason she didn't want to be with him. She just didn't love him. Right. He shows up and is promptly turned into a flower that she trims the stem off of. Like, there's... Yikes. Big yikes. He's incredibly useless as a character... Right. And as I was watching this episode, all I could think of was, I wish, like, I wish Claude were Gaston, I guess. 
Yeah, or his friend, or his buddy yeah. was Gaston. We could still right, have I, Claude because I love Claude. Claude I love is Claude, my but I, character. I, wish, I exactly. I no, don't get rid of Claude. But I wish Gaston were one of these dick guys that was just like, Haha, yeah, a woman reading. They're making fun of her for reading, saying that she had to stay home, saying she which is the like, very Gaston thing to do. Correct, correct. And it would have changed none of her plot. It would have changed none of her story arcs of going to the Dark Castle and serving Rumpelstiltskin. She did that despite. Gaston, not in spite of. She was not trying to escape him. She was trying to save her kingdom, would have done it regardless. Right. Yeah, no, I fully agree. And I am on board with your plan because it makes it makes total sense. It is a more natural fit for Gaston because, like you said, the way they introduced him was, number one, like they cast prince. Sage Brocklebank, who <laughs> just seems, I, I don't, I, maybe dog. it's just Maybe it's just because I watch Psych, but what a puppy dog. He is. And he just seems like a nice person. And Gaston's whole thing is like a brute hunter, burly man. He was none of those things. These are actual hunting men that were going to hunt a beast probably for like, it seemed to be like they, you know, like back to my D&D bullshit. How you, your adventuring party goes in and sees, like, the bounty list on the wall. And they're like, I will kill this creature for the bounty. We'll get some gold. Yeah. So that's what this group seems to be. That's straight up what Gaston would be doing. No, 100%. In any village. And he would not be so cumbersome to the plot that you have to keep him around. It would just be a nice nod of, you wanted a Gaston character? We found him. He's right, very attractive s- and perhaps should be. The type of character you would want, like, visibly, visually, yes, we like it. But then he opens his mouth and you go, ugh. Right. And on top of that, like, honestly, hold off. They should have held off because it would have been a fun Easter egg to go, oh, that's Gaston. But no, we got Gaston in the first Bell episode and then he's got his feet cut off, I guess. We guess. Because he's a flower. Yes. I also just think I deserve seeing Gaston and Mulan interact. Yeah, I was robbed of that. Honestly? Someone <laughs> write the fanfic. Can you write that fanfic, please? Yeah. I want that. I want it I wanna know that. I want I wanna find <laughs> out about that interaction. Right? I just think you'd be I'm obsessed with it. But that's the one thing I had. I know you have a thing. I really do. I yeah. and I, I also only have one thing. Um, Beautiful. Uh, two. Number one. I just. I did appreciate that we really went full Chekhov's gun on this. Yep. Oh, I appreciate absolutely. it. We introduced a plot or a gun at the end of Act One, and then Act Three, that gun went off. Thank God. I. Yep. I you can't always expect for the this show to follow through on some of that. So, yay. But yeah. no. Um here's what I want to talk about. And yes. we touched on it a little bit, but it's 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 Mary Margaret and this apartment hunting. Uh right. okay. Number 1. You're you're this is your pl- your house. What? Right. Why are you leaving? Kick him out. I just don't know. Kick her out. I don't think she's paying rent. Say No, I can't imagine she is. So you could say, hey, you need to go. Yeah. 
Like, hey, no longer are you the town pariah who is not going to be allowed. The ordinances don't count anymore. Regina's not in power. There's no reason you should not be able to rent an apartment. Agreed. You're a grown woman with a child that you seem to think you can take care of. Right. Number two. I'm ready. Just number two. Just buy a big house. Right? Just buy a big house. Buy a big house. Go in on it. Tell Emma, you need to, like, here's our plan. We would love to buy a house that we, all four of us can live in. Yep. Go in on it with us. And we will buy a three to four bedroom house. So Henry has his room. You have a room. And we have a room that has doors so you don't have to stand outside the gauzy curtain and watch us have sex. Also, great news, you'll have a door. So you know what you can do? Have sex. sex. (laughs) (laughs) It would certainly make things easier for everyone. Number three. Oh. Because I'm not done. (laughs) I'm not done on this. The bees are back. No, I'm not full. It's not. We're not quite to be territory. Oh, good. Thank God. But I do have a number three. All right. And that. Okay. What? What's real estate like in Storybook? Do they have do they have real estate agents? Do they have? I don't think they have commerce in Storybook because it's a made up economy. Where there is no outside commerce or trade happening because they are closed. Their borders are locked. Right, so I correct. think it's a barter system. So people just put their house, like they just take pictures of their houses and print an ad and are like, hey, we're selling our house. Yeah. Okay. Solid. Great. Um, That would answer my question because here's my other question. Okay. That's an apartment that Mary Margaret right. is owning. Yeah. Is it hers to give away? If she's moving out, does she she have the right to say, I'm handing it to Emma? Imagine, imagine the landlord has to look at the queen of their, (laughs) the princess of their realm and say, I'm sorry, you'd be breaking your lease. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm going to need you to pay to break your lease. (laughs) The way that would be. I would love it. Oh my God. I hope that's the case now. I Here's what I hope. I hope the Charmings are taken to court. <laughs> yes. That's what yes. I want. Or I want them to go to civil like court. This. Yep. Yeah. Um, excuse me. You gave your apartment to your daughter, but she is not on the lease. An you... illegal sublet. Yeah. I, I just... Yeah. It, again, all silly questions. But also this was a pretty it. decent episode, but I need to know. That's fair. I think you're valid. I need to know so much. Also, gotta say, David looks at this. He looks for two seconds at this ad for this house. Yeah. He and goes, looks like it's a small yard. And there was, there, no. there's no picture of the yard. You had a good point. Maybe it's listed, but I would argue he didn't look at it long enough to read a tiny number that says how big the yard is. Unless he's looking at the drawing of the house and going, they didn't include the front yard in this. There might not be a front yard and I need a white picket fence because the story Brookian dream. 
because how else will I stand in my yard and wave at my subjects while helicoptering yep. my sword? Precisely. How will I keep the subjects from coming near me while I helicopter my sword? That's fair. My white picket fence, of course. It's, it's important. It, it really is. Everyone knows that white picket fence is no longer a sign of suburbia. Now only no. a sign of men who like to swing swords around. <laughs> you know, that's not incorrect, <laughs> I don't think. Probably not. That explains all their very large pickup trucks. Yep. Um. So I don't have anything else to say on the episode... And even looking at my list, no? there's so little <laughs> happening. There were no lies uh-huh. for Emma to detect. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were no beans. There were no curses because Emma was in the episode for all of like 45 seconds. Very true. Also, I guess they no longer have Pongo. Henry was the owner of a dog for a day. If that. <laughs> like an hour and a half. Three hours, maybe, max. <laughs> Woof, literally. Truly. <laughs> Truly. How, um, how are your things? My things are... One is looking very easy and one is looking... Um, well, I've got a lot to... A lot of, lot of strikes to give out today. That's scary. The Charming Family Tree has not changed. We have gotten no new characters. So, obviously, there are no new... Uh, relationships on the Family Tree... Right. Can't get a new mom if no new characters are introduced. Right. But then we have the fuck fern. Oh, and, no. um, okay. Strike one to Mulan and Belle. I don't think they'll interact again, so it really is a... It really is a... a, a an honorary strike. But... I'm sorry, all of their conversation in the village about, I saw it, I give it, I give the strike. It's only fair. So Mulan and Belle absolutely are kind of flirting over men not thinking they have a place holding a sword. Yeah, it's funny because swords. So that's that. I would argue there are... Yeah, I was going to say, I would argue there are plenty of men who would argue your place is holding a sword. You're just not thinking of the right sword. Yeah. But that's a gross joke, yeah. so I said it. That's, you did. <laughs> I did so it. So they got a strike. Um, They have a strike now. That's their first strike. I don't think they interact again, so. Oh, no. Again, honorary strike. <laughs> um, then I have to give one to Hook and Bell. Yikes! Because I the conversation, and I know, I know, I know Hook has a gut pointed at Bell's head, and we had a conversation earlier today about. I, everything Hook does is flirty. Do we give Hook and Archie a moment? But Archie's very much not into it. Like, he looks distressed. He's is non-consensual. He's trying to actively avoid. avoid. Um, all, the whole time Belle and Hook are on this ship talking in the cabin, he keeps getting closer 
she keeps standing there and not moving away. And I'm sure it's meant to try and convey that she's being defiant, not towering from this man. But all it does is put their faces really close together. (laughs) Yeah. And they don't look away. And no, there's a lot of prolonged eye contact. There is. And quite frankly, with our new tin hat theory about Lacey and Lacey's behavior and what gets Lacey going. um, Probably gets Belle going, too. I think it probably does a little bit. There's a part of her that's like, "Ah, I'm kind of into this. So, yeah, Hook and Belle get another strike or get a strike. Yeah, that's their first one. And I don't like that I had to give two strikes out. So no, I don't like that either. Oh, and Um, then. Oh, thirdly, because we're not done, but I forgot to start in my notes. Philip and Mulan get their oh yeah their second strike yeah I'm gonna call it number I'm gonna call it a second strike yeah because we had their interaction in their first episode together and then Philip got cursed and then we kind of have gotten more dialogue later that explains how Mulan felt about Philip but this is their second right. interaction he, that is exactly is fully like okay they're both present for it right this is what it's going to be obviously yep. they're kind of already they're 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 interesting on the fuck fern because so much of their first interactions were colored by Aurora and meant to be the, the right. love triangle of it all. Yeah. Of him turning over his shoulder and saying, I love you, but you don't know to who. Yep. So they'll, they'll, they're going to be interesting to put on the fuck for They're ending yeah, up there. We just don't really know how it's going to look. It's going to be interesting. Yep. So that's, that's the fuck for for you. They get to, you know, close off their little Good for small them. fern. Yay. Almost. Uh, they got one more, but, you know. Yeah. This leaves us with the last order of business. The weekly yes. LVP, the least valuable person, where every week we look at a character that makes us wonder, why are you here? You have done very little to add or detract from the plot, and quite frankly... The plot could exist without you existing, despite the fact that you are a key player of the episode. Right, we could have taken another key player in the episode and plugged them in and had them do your things, and uh, it would not have changed. It didn't have to be you. Why were you here? Correct. Yeah. And this was a tricky one. We're going to start by listing who is this eligible, was... and then we yes. will narrow it down and see where it leaves us. Rumpelstiltskin. Yep. Bell. Hook. Mm-hmm. And Mulan. Those are the only four I can think of that were prevalent main characters of the episode that had Absolutely. more than just like five lines of dialogue. An argument for Philip, but he's going to get right tossed right back out because right. he is the monster of the episode. Yeah. So, right. so let's go. No down point in even putting him. Uh, right off the bat, Rumple is not eligible he is you know 
he is the one that has the grudge with Hook. They are against each other. No one else could be doing the beating against Hook mercilessly. Right. Nobody else is going to beat Hook like that. Right. Belle is important. She knows how to read the fancy book that is telling us how to find the creature. She finds... I, I guess you could argue in story, Storybook, why did it have to be her? But because we're establishing in the Enchanted Forest that she's a good tracker and she can read and use her resources, fine, I will allow it. She is useful to that degree that it had to be her. Right. Also, she has to be there because she is essentially Rumpel's weakness in Storybrooke. Yep. She is the yep. one thing he cares about. She has to be there because Hook... No one else would get him to stop. He, Hook would be dead. Exactly. Nobody else would get him to stop. Hook... Yes, and no one else could be the target of Hook's ire and right. revenge because he does not care about anybody else in Storybrooke. Which brings us right. to Hook. Mm-hmm. Had to be Hook. Had to be here because he is the one with the revenge plot against Rumpelstiltskin. All of the Storybrooke plot is about Rumpelstiltskin him. And, him. and getting revenge against Rumpelstiltskin and Belle finding out about Mila and then promptly getting shot over a town line. Nobody else is going to shoot Belle across a town line and then get hit by a car so beautifully. Everyone else generally seems to like her fine. Yeah, nobody doesn't like her enough to shoot her. No. And then last but not least, Mulan has to be here because we've established that Philip and Mulan are a duo going off to save Aurora. It, it's no one, like, it wouldn't make sense for any other random NPC to be in that position. Right. I mean, I guess you could say, well, why did we need that need plot? Need her at all? At all. But the plot is there to establish that Belle can track, essentially, right. which will get her to the ship right. in the harbor. Could we but have gotten like, there like, different ways? Sure. Yes, we could have. But, but it didn't feel out of place or confusing to have Mulan there. No, and I appreciate them taking the time to say, "Here's how here they is met how up. Philip, Philip, and Mulan met. Here's yep. why they were together back way back when. Here, here's when, their tavern in that first episode where they met and then went on an yeah. adventure together. Exactly. So, so this leads us to a tricky spot. Mm-hmm. Everyone is here. That never, this is a rare moment where it, everyone that they're telling us is important is seemingly important. Everyone shows up and we're not in the situation where, in like in the past where it's like, oh, we've just got two good candidates who it's hard to pick between. I no. can't make an argument that anybody in the main plots shouldn't be there. Correct. I would absolutely agree. So I think, I, I think we only have one choice. I think you are correct. I know what your choice is, and I am in full agreement. There is only one character, one one part of this episode that I think could have done more, could have carried more weight, really confused me why um, they didn't, you know, do more than what they did. And that would be uh-huh. uh, the, the car that crashed into Hook. Why did the car not hit all of them? Why not all three? Take all three out. Just, just put us out of our- why not all three? It's fine, fine. You don't have to kill Rumble. Whatever. We need our weird goblin man. Yeah, but of hit course. all three. 
Yeah, no, take them all out. They're all in the hospital now. Everybody's in the hospital. I just think it would have been better. It's it's suddenly Grey's Anatomy. It's Uh fine. Everybody's in the hospital. Will's a doctor. Yep. Great. Somebody's gonna fuck a ghost. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Um, No, fully agree. Fully agree. The only person we can give this to. Is the car. We don't have an LVP. It is an LVC. The least valuable car. Yeah. Yeah. So the LVC of the week is that car from Pennsylvania because, oh my goodness, (laughs) there's an outsider in... Yeah. And... Oh, Sorry, you know what's bad? Do you know what's bad about this? What this is, is bad the, about this? I know what you're going to say. The official start into Neverland. Oh, no. We're officially starting the Neverland plot of I, setting it up, getting us there. Oh, my God. We're going to get the home office. The in home office is coming. In 10 episodes, we will be in Neverland. No, no. 11 episodes. 11 episodes. Well, no. Nope. No, technically like nine episodes, because episodes 21 and 22 are second star to the right and straight on till morning. <laughs> and we're going to be in Neverland for so long. It's like it's five so episodes. Long. It's like, it's, yeah, it really is like five episodes. It dr- but it lags. It drags. It takes forever. Here's we the thing about this age. show. The thing about this show is that Neverland, the Neverland arc is like eating your vegetables. Yeah. It's not fun, but you have to do it. Yeah. I just, oh my God, they're going to make me, oh my God, they're going to make me watch Tinkerbell. They're going to make you watch Tinkerbell. God. But it's okay. Before that, we have Manhattan. And we have Lacey. We have some really good moments before then. We do. Also, just side note, I'm fully sidetracked right now. But I did realize today, because I read a post that reminded me, and I, I've read Peter Pan. Like, I've read the book. Right. Um, Canonically, Tinkerbell bites people on the nose lovingly. No. Just fun fact for you. Just a fun little fact. She bites Peter on the nose lovingly. No. I don't know so about that. It. Well, I'm just telling you. Ah, I don't need that. <laughs> so you're telling me that Tinkerbell bites Rumpelstiltskin's father? <laughs> I wish you could all see the look on Lo's face right now. She has bamboozled herself and she's very unhappy. <laughs> so mad right now. It's I hate Tinkerbell. That... So this this knowledge, but this was brought to... I'm sure mentioned to make me upset because I hate Tinkerbell a lot, and I have now oh, no. it. Yeah, no, I it's it was more that it's not that I'm upset that Tinkerbell lovingly bites Rumpelstiltskin's father on the nose because I don't know I don't kink shame you do you, <laughs> but it was just that when you said it, there was something in my brain. That just flashed up a picture of the family tumbleweed, but with all the Disney characters in the faces. So I just, but Rumpelstiltskin obviously was still Robert Carlyle, and then it was animated t- Peter Pan. And I 
<laughs> like just connected and I was just like and and little Tinkerbell over here but Tinkerbell's okay. giant because it was just Okay, so now when we have a full tumbleweed, I would like this version. Oh of yeah, it. no. That's that's going to happen now. <laughs> One day that's going to be Uh-huh. A thing we're just going to have to we're just going to and you're all going to have to suck it up and deal with it. Right. Sorry. Yeah, are we no, not at all. This is an act of aggression. Yes, it's an act of aggression, absolutely. <laughs> this has been a bad time. This has been a really bad time. I had a great time, though. I had a really great time. It's actually a, a fun episode. And what I will say about Neverland is I'm really looking forward to talking to you about Neverland. Oh, ho, 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 ho. I am not looking forward to watching Neverland. No. But I am looking forward to talking about it. <laughs> yes, we are going to have so much to say. So much to say. We get Hook's personality 180. Truly, I mean, just hot nonsense out of them on the Hook front. Uh-huh. Tinkerbell is yeah. there. Wendy is there. David almost dies. David almost dies, but then, then he, he doesn't Snow die. their heart or something. I mm. and Regina tries to bury her heart because she is heartbroken, and then yes. at one point says, "That's it, charming fillet the bitch." Like there's a few happy. That one's moments. early. We're gonna get there. Yeah. We're gonna get there fast. It, that's it, charming fillet the bitch. They really it's about didn't a mermaid. Their one bitch per episode usage. They should have used it much better. Use it much better. Also, Ariel comes back. Yeah, because. Because, because, but she's not one of the mermaids that would try to drown Wendy. Just no. Whenever we need there to be a magical reason that information can be spread, we bring Ariel back. Ariel comes back, or there's a bean. Season four, she's back. Mm Mm-hmm. No, she just kind of pops in. Yep. Also, I think the actress, because the actress was on Reba for a while. Yes. Ever, and then she had like a show. Yeah. Yeah, so either she comes back and she'll, like, pop up. It feels like she pops up around the times that she's not working on a show. Because I feel like she had a couple, like, she'd have a show and then it'd get canceled and then she'd come back and then she'd get a show. Yep. And then it would get canceled and she'd come back. Or, you know, of course, we could always find another magic bean. No. No, we can. We can find so many more. There's a lot of them. Just look outside. In the field. There's a whole field of them. Mm-hmm. There's a whole field of beanstalks. Yup. Well, wow. uh, yeah. This is this is it. This is it. it. Great job, everybody. Yep. Congratulations. Yep, we, we will um, see you next week for the shit show to continue. Yes. I would like to make a request. I just want your crazy theories. Is it for theories. more fan art? Oh. No, I just want your crazy theories now. Just write them in. I do want, I, I still want, I still want Rumpelstiltskin like a disco ball singing bad romance. I want it. I want it so badly and I you don't want it bad, bad romance. Bad romance. I do. Yes. Thank you. I don't no, have look, the skills I... to make it happen myself. I just don't. Where is it? 
where is my fan art? I need this so badly. I'm so sorry to ask. I, I wish, I so desperately wish I had the artistic skill right. to give you the fan art of Rumpelstiltskin as the disco ball singing Bad Romance. <laughs> That's what we all but deserve. I just simply cannot. I don't have yeah. that skill. That's fair. That's valid. Please. I'm begging on my knees. But that wasn't what I was asking for. I just want to hear your craziest theories about what's going mm. on. What's yes, happening? Please. What's happening here? I Yes, please let us know. Because we don't know. We don't know. I just, I want to know what your theories are. I would like to hear you defend these writers. Yeah. Why do you think they did the double homicide of Belle getting shot and Hook getting hit by car? And why do you think they think it's not comedy? Please. Email us <laughs> at winewineandones at gmail.com. The drink comes first. Please, we have questions. Or send us a DM. Or wine, wine, and ones on Instagram. <laughs> slide into our first. Just slide in. Tell me all about it. And on that note, slide thank in. you so much, everyone. Have a wonderful week. I have great news. Oh, <laughs> what? can only go up from here oh hell yeah all right everyone we'll have a great week have a great week until next time bye, bye.